in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, before the service, I asked you to think about this question as we began our time. Uh, what is a disciple? Uh, in many ways, that's a very simple question, right? Uh, what is a disciple? And yet, I think it's a, a critical question, a crucial question, especially for those of us who would like to consider ourselves to be disciples or, or strive for that. It's a question I think we ought to think about and grapple with a little bit. What is a disciple? Now, if we had time this morning and uh, we could go around the room and, and all of you could give your responses, I would expect that each of us would probably say a little, something a little bit different. You know, some of you might raise your hand and say, I think a disciple is someone who gives back what they've been given, you know, who puts money in the offering plate uh, faithfully week after week. That's a disciple. And, and some others of you might say, no, I don't think it's about money. I think a disciple is someone who lifts up her prayers faithfully to the Lord, who opens up her Bible at home. It's someone who worships with his brothers and sisters week after week after week at church. That's a disciple. And, and others of you might say, well, that's part of it, but it's even more. You know, a true disciple, a real disciple, is someone with a big faith who does bold and, and big things, you know, who travels to Africa to, to share the gospel with those who haven't heard it. That's a disciple. And others of you might say, no, 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 I think a disciple who finds ways to serve wherever they're at, you know, joining a board at church, uh, taking care of their family and friends, that's a real disciple. Uh, if we had time and we could go around, I bet each of us would answer this question, what is a disciple, a little bit differently. But again, I think it's a, a simple question, but a, a very important one for us who consider ourselves or would like to consider ourselves to be disciples. What exactly is a disciple? Uh, it's this question, though, I, that I think is answered for us in our gospel reading for today. And the answer, as simple as the question is, is as simple as the answer is. Uh, for Jesus, a disciple is someone who follows him. Now, that probably sounds simple, right? And maybe you're kind of leery because it sounds too simple. And, and to be sure, there's a lot that more, more that goes into it. There's a lot of doing that's part of being a disciple. But at its core, uh, in the beginning and at the end and everywhere in between, uh, the, the, the primary part of being a disciple is to follow Jesus. Uh, Jesus starts this way uh, himself when, when he calls the first disciples, right? Uh, with those very first disciples, uh, Peter and Andrew, he doesn't hand them a list of rules that they have to do now that they're disciples. He doesn't give them a contract where they have to sign their name on the dotted line. He doesn't send them to faraway places like Africa or the cities of his day like Antioch and Corinth and Galatia. Uh, he doesn't do any of that. In instead, si simply, Jesus invites these new disciples into a relationship with him. He invites them to, to go where he goes, to listen to his voice, to spend time with him. Quite simply, Jesus says, come and follow me. And that's the heart of being a disciple. Now, maybe some of you are thinking, this is great. Uh, this is easy. Uh, there's so much that I don't have to do anymore. Uh, I'm going to caution us on that. Uh, and if you're like me, though, you're probably wondering, uh, all right, pastor, that sounds easy. That sounds nice. Uh, but what does that look like, right? I mean, Peter and Andrew, James and John, who we read about in our reading for today, they could quite literally follow Jesus around. They could follow him down to the market and go to temple with him and, and get in boats with him and cross lakes with him. They could watch him do miracles and healings and, and raise the dead. Uh, it was easy in some ways for them to follow Jesus. But maybe you're wondering, all right, Pastor, but what does it look like for me, a 21st century Christian living in America, to follow Jesus when he's not here standing in front of us? Uh, what does it mean to follow Jesus uh, when I'm trying to keep my nine to five and, and pay the bills and feed my family and, and figure out retirement? Uh, what does it mean for us today to follow Jesus? Uh, well, we're going to get there and we're going to talk about that. But before we do, uh, before we look at what it looks like for us to follow Jesus, I wanted us to take a look at what it meant for those very first disciples to follow Jesus and, and to see what they experienced 
as they followed him. Um, And so I wanted to read for you uh, this short passage. We read it earlier. It's the last paragraph of our gospel reading, if you wanted to flip there in your bulletin. Um, And this is what happens immediately after Jesus makes that call, after he says, come and follow me to Peter and Andrew, James and John. This is what they experience as they follow him. And I'll read this for you. It says, Jesus went throughout Galilee, teaching in their synagogue, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness among the people. News about him spread all over Syria and people brought to him all who are ill with various diseases, those suffering severe pain, the demon-possessed, those having seizures and the paralyzed, and he healed them. See, that's what happened as those disciples began to follow Jesus. The very first thing that they experienced was this amazing word of God as Jesus taught them, as he preached and proclaimed the good news of God's kingdom, as he spoke about the forgiveness of sins, as these very first disciples began to follow him, they were surrounded and immersed in the very word of God, a word which confronted them and convicted them and challenged their ways of thinking and living and acting, but, but also a word that, that lifted them up and encouraged them, that made beautiful promises to them. As they followed Jesus, the first thing that happened is that they were surrounded and immersed in the very word, the powerful word of God. And the second thing that happened, if you see it there, is that as they followed him, they, they witnessed the mercy and compassion of Jesus. Jesus healed people. He gave sight to the blind. He cleansed the lepers. He raised the dead. And, and if the disciples were to follow him long enough, long after this passage, they would witness a God who would go to the cross for them, who would sacrifice his very life for them. You see, for these first disciples to follow Jesus meant they were immersed in God's word, meant that they were witnesses to the amazing compassion, the grace upon grace of our Savior Jesus. You see, far before the disciples did anything, before they planted churches and traveled the world and, and did miracles of their own, before and even after any of that, the disciples followed Jesus and they received his amazing grace. And it's that reception of the goodness and love of God which made them who we are, which would define their discipleship. Not the doing, but the receiving. The following in the footsteps of Jesus is what made them who they were. See, brothers and sisters, I think it's the same for you and me. Many of us will go on to do many different things. We'll serve and we'll give back in big ways and small. And that's going to look different for each of us because we each live with different people, different communities, different contexts. But the thing that remains the same for each of us as we follow Jesus is that we are going to receive from him some amazing things. He will make promises to us of forgiveness and grace and love which will make us who we are. So today, as as 21st century Christians, what does that look like to follow Jesus? Well, I think it looks like us uh, doing what we're doing this morning gathering together in worship with other Christians to hear that word of God, to sing it with our mouths, to, to, to receive it into our ears, to hear that absolution proclaimed over us that we are forgiven children. That's what it looks like for us today to follow Jesus. It, it looks like us opening up our Bibles at home with our families on our own to, to observe and absorb that word of God as he teaches us and proclaims to us through the scriptures. It looks like us praying Uh, faithfully day after day to talk to God, to be in that relationship as we draw near to him and follow in his footsteps. Uh, That's what it looks like for us to be Christian disciples today. Now maybe, and I I hope, that this is uh, all somewhat sounds good to you and you you long and aspire to be a disciple and uh, hopefully Jesus' picture of discipleship, of drawing near to Jesus, spending time with him, following him, receiving his love, uh, hopefully that's something that you aspire to yourself. And, and I hope that sounds appealing to you. Um, 
But the truth is, let's not kid ourselves either, right? Because discipleship isn't free from temptations and it has its own unique challenges. And I think uh, for many of us disciples, the greatest challenge in this life of humble servitude as we follow our Savior Jesus, the greatest challenge and temptation to us today is that we want to be the leaders, right? We want to go where we want to go. We want to have the, the voice uh, that, that is heard. We want other people to follow us. We are the ones that want the glory. But to be a disciple is to follow It's a lifelong journey of following Jesus, of listening to him and his words. And the greatest temptation in the midst of that is that we want to be the leader. Now, I I was uh, kind of reminded of this in a a somewhat humorous way uh, several years ago. I was leading the VBS program, uh, the Vacation Bible School program at the church I was working at in the summer. And, uh, And because I was in charge, I got to choose what I wanted to do that week. And so I decided that I wanted to be in charge of the games. I thought that would be fun. And so I ran the game station at the VBS that year. And one of the games that week I remember, I don't remember too much, but I remember one of the games was Follow the Leader. And, uh, and it was great. I was having a good time because at first I was the leader and I got to make these kids do whatever I wanted them to do when they were dancing and twirling and jumping on their heads and spinning all over. And it was fun and, and the kids were enjoying it. Uh, but then I made the mistake of asking if any of the kids wanted to be the leader. And wouldn't you know it, but every single hand there went up. Every last kid wanted to be the leader. And actually, we couldn't finish the game. We couldn't stop playing until every kid had had their turn. And so we went through. Every kid could lead for a few minutes. And, and the truth is, they weren't very good at following. They weren't uh, very much into that. They could care less about being the follower. But when it came time to being the leader, they stood up there with power and authority, and they told those other kids what to do, and they had the, each other spinning around and dancing and having a good time. And, and by the end of it, I thought, oh, no, what did I do to these kids? They're going to go home. These little monsters and their parents are going to come to me asking what happened to VBS this week. And I thought, what, what kind of kids are these, you know? But the truth is that there's a part of each of us that is like that. We all want to be the leader in some small way or another. We all long for just a little bit of power. We long to have our voice heard amongst and above all the others. We seek for just a little bit of glory, you know, just to have a few people follow us. But today we're reminded that to be a disciple is to follow. It is to submit ourselves, to humble ourselves and follow Jesus wherever he would go. It's a lifetime of receiving grace upon grace from our Savior. So that's what it means to be a disciple. That's the answer to the very first question that I began our time with this morning. What does it mean to be a disciple? It means to follow Jesus and to receive his amazing love and mercy. Um, But now I also want to end with a question that I'd like for us to think about. When you think about the word disciple, uh, who do you picture? You know, who comes to mind? Or if, if you were to think about who embodies a true Christian disciple, who, who do you think of, you know, kind of first thing? If you were to open up a dictionary and look up Christian disciple, who for you, whose picture would be there in that dictionary? Again, if we went around the room, I would expect to hear a lot of different answers. Some of you would say, I, I picture my grandmother. She was an amazing Christian woman, and for me, that's a Christian disciple. Others of you probably would expect to see the Apostle Paul or Peter there in, in, in the dictionary, right? Those, that's a real disciple. Others of you uh, might uh, think of a friend, a co-worker. I, I'm sure we would hear some of these names even in this room today. Uh, we have some Christian disciples with us. Uh, but you see, the, the picture that we are painted today of discipleship, I think it, it opens up our eyes to see the faces of disciples where we never saw them before. Now we'll see the faces of a disciple in in the young boy with autism who cries and screams at the back of the room 
who once used, we used to think is just a nuisance in church, but now we see that is a, a child of God whom God has called into a loving relationship who says, come and follow me, who pours out grace upon grace. That's a disciple. Now we'll see the face of a disciple in, in the elderly man who sits alone at the nursing home, who can't do anything for God, who has nothing of value to give or to offer back, but who has been brought into a relationship, who has received grace throughout his entire lifetime. That's a Christian disciple. Now we'll picture the, the young single mom who's struggling and hurt and broken and all alone, who comes into church 15 minutes late and leaves 15 minutes early because she doesn't want to talk to anyone else. That's a Christian disciple. See, to be a disciple is to be brought in to this loving relationship. It is to be someone whom God calls, who says, come and follow me. And as we follow him, we'll see a God who speaks a word unlike any other, who pours out mercy and grace, compassion and forgiveness. That's a Christian disciple. In Jesus' name, amen.